didn't like looking people in the eye. He wasn't trying to be mean. It just made him feel uncomfortable. Sometimes he would flap his arms again and again. One day, I found out I had something called autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I found my voice and learned all the ways I could live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Welcome back to Millette Hall on the campus of Miami University here in Oxford, Ohio. Boy, when you take a look up in the rafters at this arena, or hall as they call it, which was built back in 1969, I actually had forgotten that Wayne Embry, who was the former GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers, graduated from this school, played here also, and Ron Harper, who was a draft pick out of for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you might remember that infamous trade that was made by the Cavaliers when they sent Ron Harper to the Clippers in exchange for Danny Ferry, is who it turned out to be at that point in time. Wally Zerbiak also played here for the Red Hawks, who were known as the Redskins back then. Also, when you think of coaching, you also think of Woody Hayes, who coached here at the University of Miami. You also think of Bo Schembechler, who coached here. Boy, just a lot of names that have been coming through the hall here at Miami of Ohio. Our next broadcast game is going to be coming up tomorrow afternoon, and that will be at 5.30 with the tip-off, 5 o'clock with the pregame show, and that will be against the Red Hawks here at Millette Hall in Oxford. Well, as far as Mount St. Joseph women's basketball is concerned, Dan Benjamin's crew will start their season on Saturday, January 16th at Rose Holman. That'll be their conference opener. They're going to be led by senior four-year starter Maddie Haberthy and Aaliyah Huff. The other senior is Jaleel Fair-Harris in the backcourt. They have six incoming freshmen and four sophomores. Last year, the Lions barely missed out in the postseason tournament with a conference record of 6-12 and and an overall mark of 7-18. and Last year, in the women's conference standings, it was a... Really a fun year to follow women's basketball as far as what happened last year in the Heartland Conference. And when you look at what happened last year in the Heartland Conference, well, we wanted to look at it, but now, for whatever reason, my computer has started to act up. Now here we go. Last year in the conference standings, it was Transylvania. Tunt ended up tied with Hanover at 17-1. and Franklin finished up at 12 and 6. Then came Bluffton and Anderson, along with Earlham, each at 7 and 11. Defiance, the Mount, and Rose Holman all finished up at 6 and 12. And Manchester was in last place at 5 and 13. There have been some games, but I'm going to tell you right now, the Heartland Conference has not put the schedule up yet because they don't know who's playing and when they're playing. It's just it's kind of a grab bag as to what's happened so far. Right now. Bluffton has played six games, believe it or not, the women's team. They are 6-0. Transylvania, the only other team in the Heartland in the women's side that has played a game yet, and they are 1-2. Now, as far as the men are concerned in the Heartland Conference, there have not been very many men's games. Matter of fact, nobody has played more than one. Bluffton and Manchester are each at 1-0 in the conference. 
Mount and Transylvania are at 0-1-1. But then you've got Anderson, Defiance, Erlen, Franklin, and Hanover, along with Rose Holman, that have not played a game as of yet. So that's a look at the Heartland standings and what has happened so far up to now. The Lions are getting set to take on Western Illinois. I'm Dave Mitchell from Millette Hall. We'll be back to talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan and bring you more about this afternoon's ball game before the tip-off at 2 when we come back right after this timeout. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Look around you. One in four kids in the U.S. faces hunger. It's not always easy to see the signs, but in this land of plenty, there are kids that don't know where they will get their next meal. Join Share Our Strength in Food Network and take the pledge to end childhood hunger here in America by 2015. Learn how at nokidhungry.org. Their next meal could come from you. Well, if you think it's impossible for the Mount to win here this afternoon, think again because there's already been an upset over the past couple of days. Division II Fort Hayes State won by double digits last night at Kansas State. Who would have thought that? And don't forget a few years ago, up in, up in Alaska, when, of course, i got to remember who that school was. Now I can't even think of it. It just slipped off my off the top of my head. The team that beat Virginia the year that they had Ralph Sampson. Boy, that was a big upset also. But this one here, well, this would be classified as an upset. This game is going to be broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. And I'll tell you one thing. If the Mountain can pull off a victory here today, you're going to see a lot of the highlights of this one on ESPN Sports Center coming up later on tonight. A couple of other college basketball games going on today. Well, actually just one because... Another one has been canceled. San Diego State is playing Arizona State. That game will get underway at 10 o'clock tonight. But Southern is playing number one Gonzaga. That game has been canceled because of COVID. Number six, Illinois, ousted number 10, Duke, last night at Cameron Indoor Center. Boy, Duke does not lose many at home. And Luke Garza started off slow for Iowa last night, but they ended up beating North Carolina in their game last night. And number five, Kansas, survived an upset bid from number eight, Creighton, in their ball game. Western Illinois, as we told you, comes in with a record of 0-3 on the year. They were 5-21 a year ago, 2-14 in the Summit League. They were 3-7 in non-conference games a year ago. They're 0-3 this year. Rob Jeter... Well, this is his first year coaching at Western Illinois. He's got a record of 0-3. They are 0-1 at home, 0-2 on the road. And this one technically is a neutral floor, although Western Illinois did play Miami last night here at Millette Hall. A couple of oddities for the Leathernecks this year. First, there are 16 father-son duos in NCAA Division I basketball. Coach Jeter and his son Rob Jeter IV joined the list ahead of the 2021 season, their first at 
Western Illinois. Second, WIU grad transfer Will Carius has covered all three divisions of the NCAA. He arrived in Macomb with 1,277 career points after stops at Northern Michigan, a D2 school, and Monmouth College, a Division III school. Finally, Western has only two seniors on their squad. Anthony Jones and Jake Wyrick are returning from the squad last year. Their next game will be coming up this Saturday at Charleston in Illinois against Eastern Illinois. That game will tip off at 5 p.m. The Lions, well, they come in with a record of 0-1 on the season. They were 6-19 a year ago overall. Toby Kerrigan in his 10th year as head coach of the Lions. They look to get on the winning side of things today against a D1 foe that is also looking for their first win. And what's it going to take? Well, we talked to head coach Toby Kerrigan by phone earlier today. We're here with Toby Kerrigan before this afternoon's ball game against Western Illinois. Toby, I know you've played one game so far, but and that was against Trine, but talk a little bit about the the difference, I guess, how hard it is to coach a basketball team in the middle of all of this this COVID situation. Well, it's, it's different for sure. Um, you know, I know it's tough on the guys too, and there's a lot of lot of unknowns, and it seems like things are changing, you know, every day. So uh, that, that's that's the hardest part. You can't say, you can't lay out a schedule and, and expect to. That's the schedule you're going to follow because it's there, there's just so many changes. So being able to, you know, be adaptable and deal with a little bit of adversity is is, is something that uh, we're all having to do and trying to get better in doing it. You know, every time we have to have to change some things. Talk about some of the changes that you've had to make because of this situation. Well, just just you know, just personnel-wise, not knowing you know every test that you that you take, you you don't know who's going to be there the next day, um, and then you know you throw contact tracing in, and, and and you could lose a couple more guys, and so never knowing really who's going to be at practice and and. and guys are feeling okay and doing okay and you know and, and you know just stepping away from the basketball side of it you guys doing okay in the classroom and with the, the, the zoom classes and and not having a ton of interaction with a bunch of people you know you always worry about about all those things toby you hear about all the division one schools that have to cancel games because of the outbreak of what has happened on their teams how about Division Three? How does it affect you, and how much testing are you doing on the athletes? It's the same for our level. We're we're testing right now. We're testing three times a week um, to play these these games that are coming up. Um, when we get into our conference schedule, we'll be able to test once a week because we're only going to be playing one opponent. Um, you know, we we've talked right now uh, about playing the same team. Back to back, like most conferences are doing. You've seen the OAC come out with their schedule, um, doing the same thing. And I think the MIAA just came out with theirs. Um, so I think that's kind of the, the path that most Division threes are going to follow. If you're going to try to play conference, it's going to be back to back with the same opponent. Because that way the NCAA now said, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to test once a week. So that, that'll take some strain off, off, off some, some situations. Let's get away from the COVID thing for right now. But last year we talked and, and kidded around a lot uh, about how tough the, the early season schedule was, Toby. But realistically, because of the, the COVID situation, 
you you really had to to schedule these two ball games over the next couple of games against division one opponents because of because of the breakouts, right? Yeah, there's not a lot of people playing at our level right now, um, and I give a ton of credit, obviously, to Dr. Williams and and, and Melanie Wagner, our athletic director, for for allowing us to try to play some games. Um, and you know, you. Uh, for people who aren't involved with with game day operations, um, it's a lot of work just to do it in a regular season. The amount of of time and effort that went into playing our one home game was was just crazy. Um, from from our athletic staff to our athletic personnel, just being able to have people come to the game like it was a serious undertaking. Now I think that'll obviously benefit us down the road because we've done it and, and you know when the conference starts it'll be uh, it'll be easier for us um, but I mean like it, at our level most people didn't didn't want to try to do it and, and I give our people a lot of credit for allowing us to to make a run at it and they did a great job um, um, it just you know um, and, and the D1 guys right now it's hard for them to find games and so they're more willing to play um, Division three, and that's kind of the, the situation we're in right now. And it'll be good for our guys just to just to go play and, and get out there and, and and compete. You know, with Western Illinois, basically their their first few games, they've been led by Pearson and Johnson, and obviously they're going to be taller than anybody that we've right. got on the floor coming in today. How do you how do you compete against those two? Well, we're going to try to, obviously, we're going to try to keep it out of the post as much as we can. We won't be able to do that, um, at a high rate, but if it does go in there, we're going to try to, try to get some guys down in there and get the ball out and, and try to make them shoot as many perimeter shots as possible and, and limit their amount of, of lane touches, whether it's through doubling in the post or when they put it in drive, being in the gaps and, and not let them get all the way into the lane and make them throw it out. So, you know, our game plan is to try to make them shoot some jump shots. I mean, they're going to score inside because they're bigger than us, um, but we just can't – we can't open the floodgates and just let it be at the rim every time. So that, that's that's the plan, try to, make them, try to make them shoot some jump shots today. All right, good luck today. All right, thank you, Dave. Appreciate you. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports, there's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Well, the keys for this afternoon's ball game, first of all, for Western Illinois. They want to play from ahead. They want to use their athleticism and get this thing over as quickly as possible so they can board the bus and head home. As far as 
the Mount St. Joseph University Lions. What they want to do is stay in the ballgame. They're going to have to rebound. They're going to have to shut down the inside game of Western Illinois because they've got the bigger height advantage down low and run their offense. But the biggest thing for the Lions here this afternoon is they have got to shoot the ball better than they did against Trine. They've got to do that. The Lions come in 0-1, Western Illinois 0-3. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off is next on UltimateSportsTalks.com. You've been listening to the Lions pregame show, a comprehensive look at the upcoming Lions game. Mount St. Joseph University basketball is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. This game is being brought to you by Mom and Pop's Business Funding. Call 513-970-5531. Iron Sharpens Iron in Cincinnati. Call 513-748-1538. The Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. The Mount St. Joseph University. And 4X Bulls. Make your dreams come true. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Lions game. It is basketball time from Oxford, Ohio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mellet Hall. I'm Dave Mitchell. And this afternoon, we have got college basketball for you. Game two of the season for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. The Lions are 0-1 heading into this one after their loss to Trine on November 13th, 81-45. While Western Illinois is 0-3. They're coming in off a loss last night to homestanding Miami, 67-57. Let's check the starting lineups. First of all, for the visiting Mount St. Joseph Lions on the scoreboard today. They will start... At the forwards, number one, Devin Young, a 6'6 junior. He had eight points in the first game of the year. Tanner Close will be the other forward, number two. He's a 6'1 junior, averaging six points a ball game. Avery Paddock is the third forward. He's number 32. Paddock, 6'4, a sophomore. He was scoreless in the first game of the season. David Lures will start in the backcourt, number 24. He's a six-foot junior. He had six points against Trine. And Brady Thomas had 16. He's a returning junior starter, 5'10", number 23. Devin Young, close. Paddock, Lures, and Thomas are the starters for the Lions under head coach Toby Kerrigan in his 10th year, 121 wins against 114 defeats. He is assisted by Joel Scudder. Now for Western Illinois. They will start at the forwards. Number 11, Rod Johnson, a 6'7", Fifth-year senior, averaging 10.5 points per ball game. Will Carius at the other forward, number 25, a 6'7", fifth-year senior, averaging 12 a game. Their leading scorer is another forward, number two, 
Tamal Pearson, a 6'10 junior, averaging 15.3 a game and grabbing 8.3 rebounds a contest. Colton Sandage is a one guard, number 20, a 6'2 junior, averaging 6 points a ball game. And Marcus Watson will be at the other guard, number 22. He is a 6-foot freshman, averaging 6.3 per ball game. Rob Jeter in his first year as head coach of the Leathernecks, 185 wins, 174 losses. He is assisted by Chad Boudreaux, Kyle Heineken, and Nick Urban. Leathernecks in their home white uniforms. They'll mount in their road blue uniforms. The tip is in the air. Pearson controls it into the backcourt to Watson. And we are underway. Western Illinois going from left to right across your computer screen. Down into the corner. It goes to Pearson. Pearson back out front to Watson. Watson has the basketball left of the circle. Now gets it underneath to Pearson. Pearson puts it up on the backside from five feet away and in. Pearson with the first two, and that's one thing that the Lions cannot do here this afternoon, give up the easy bucket. With the basketball is close. We'll talk about Tanner Close's new look here coming up a little bit later on. With it is Devin Young. Gets it off to Lures. Lures drives the baseline, lays it up and in. David Lures ties the ball game with his first two. And Western Illinois comes the other way. Out in the man-to-man defense. Down on the left baseline, it goes to Sanders. Underneath it goes Sanders. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Brady Thomas. Gets it up the floor now to Lures. Lures right of the circle. Now back out front to Devin Young between the circles. Large block M right in the middle of this floor. Lures inside the circle. Back over to Thomas. Back to Lures. Top of the key against the man-to-man of the Leathernecks. Close gets it off to Young. Young on the back door to Tanner Close. Laid it up and hit the bottom of the rim. And the rebound pulled down by Pearson. Pearson gets it up the floor on the run to Sandridge. Put it up and in. Excuse me. Marcus Watson. Watson with his first two. And Western Illinois has got the lead again at 4-2. to two. And a half-court trap put in. But there's going to be a foul called as Thomas broke the trap. And it will be called on Marcus Watson. That is his first and the first team foul. This game being broadcast on ESPN Plus. So there's going to be media timeouts during this one, so be prepared for those. Thomas with the basketball, gets the top of the key to Young. Young tried to hand it off to Thomas, got the ball knocked free, but Young gets it back. He's going to drive the lane. Got away with a push-off, lays it up with a left hand, no good, and the rebound taken down by Will Carius. Carius gets it up the floor to Pearson. Pearson all the way up the floor. Pearson lays it up and in. Samel Pearson with four, and they've been both from point blank. And it is six to two. My... Western Illinois on top of it here in Miami. Lures gets it off to Tanner, close in the center circle. Now right of the circle, it goes to Devin Young. Young, a couple of dribbles, goes left-hand side to David Lures, who dribbles up top of the circle, stops. Back out front to Brady Thomas. Thomas with it, looks against the man-to-man. Now back over to Young. Six in the shot clock. Young's going to pop it from 17. Drilled it. That's a good sign. Devin Young with his first two, and the Lions are drawn to within two. 17-35 left to go in this first half. It's 6-4. Into the front court comes Western Illinois. They get the ball back over to Johnson. Johnson down on the right baseline to Pearson. Pearson spins to the baseline, lays it up and in. Boy, too easy for Tamel Pearson. He's got six points. May have gotten away with a walk there, but we've got Division One officials in this ballgame, so expect it to be a little lax, especially on the roughness side. With it, Brady Thomas left of the circle, stops, pops up from the free throw line, put it on the iron, no good. And Tamel Pearson grabbed the rebound. Western with the basketball and a four-point lead, 8-4. to four. Sandridge, now to Watson, gets it over to Pearson. He walks again, gets it back over 
to Watson for the shot from 18. No good. Rebound tapped outside, and it goes right by me and out of bounds, and then we'll go back to the mound. Coming into the ballgame, Brandon Baber. Baber, a 6'5 freshman, is into the contest and also in for the Lions is Jake Swalski. Swalski checking in. He's a 6'5 freshman, and Brandon Baber, a 6'5 freshman also. Out of Osgood, Indiana, with it is Lewis. Gets it over to Baber. Baber with the basketball, looking down low. Now back out front to close. Close top of the key, spins it over to Thomas. Back to close top of the circle, dribbles to the free throw line. Back out front to Lewis. Pump fake, dribbles right of the elbow. Down on the baseline to close. Pump fake, lays it up and in. Tanner close with his first two, and the Lions have drawn to within two again at 8-6. 16-20 left to go underneath Pearson. Pearson got the ball knocked free and out of bounds by Tanner Close, but it will stay with Western Illinois. Lions down by two. Toby Kerrigan coaching this ball game today without the suit and tie. Interesting. First time I've ever seen him do that. Into the contest now. Willard Cluxton, 5-9 freshman for the Lions. He'll check in. Lures will leave. Cluxton, out of Elder High School, 5'9", freshman. He's number three. And also into the ballgame, Justin Brookins for Western Illinois. Brookins will put it in on the baseline over in front of the mount bench. Lobs a pass inside to Carrius. Carrius back outside to Brookins. Now top of the circle. And it goes to Ramion Hinton. Hinton got the ball knocked free and stolen away. And Faber got hit in the eye. Might have been poked in the eye going for that basketball, and he's grabbing a hold of his face, and coming back in will be Avery Paddock, and Baber's going to have to leave. Baber did not play in the first game against Trine, and he got in here for about 30 seconds, and now he's got to leave due to the injury, and we'll see if he can come back. 16.09 left to go in this first half of action. Paddock's going to put it in play just to the left of us here on the sideline, and inbounds into Thomas, and he'll bring it across. Thomas splits the defense into the front court on the right side. Thomas with the basketball around a pick. Now gets it back over on the right baseline to Devin Young. Laid it up. No good. No foul is called, but a foul is going to be called. Not sure. What did they call? Looked like goaltending. They're going to call it a goaltend, I believe. And it'll be a bucket for the Lions. And we've got a media timeout. First one of the ball game. 15-56 left to go in this first half of action. And... We're all knotted up. Mount St. Joseph 8, Western Illinois 8 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. 
Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Uh, Dave Mitchell back here at Miami University, where Western Illinois and the Mount are tied up at eight apiece after that goaltending call. Lions come out with Paddock, Young, Swalski out on the floor, along with Tanner Close. And let's check and see who the fourth one or the fifth one will be. Willard Cluxton. Hinton on the floor for Western Illinois, along with Pearson. Rod Johnson. Carius and bringing it up across the timeline after the inbounds will be Justin Brooken. Second time we've been tied here this afternoon. We told you about this game being broadcast on ESPN Plus, and the sideline reporter, Bennett Wise, is going to be our guest here at halftime from ESPN. Bringing it across is Brookins. Brookins gets the basketball over on the left-hand side to Hinton. Back out to Johnson. Back over to Brookins. Right side to Pearson. Right corner. Out to Brookins. Right of the circle for three. Missed the shot off the front iron. And the rebound is going to be taken down by the Leathernecks. And a foul will be called against the Lions. And that's going to be on Swolski. So Swolski picks up his first personal. Interesting call there because it looked like Hinton had gone over the top. Top of the key, Pearson off the inbound. Pearson with it, dribbles left wing, stops. That's where the Lions have got to keep him out. Brookins is going to shoot the two from the right side. No good. Rebound taken down, though, by Johnson. Put it up and in. Johnson with the offensive rebound, and Western Illinois has taken the lead again at 10-8. With the basketball, Lions. Lions got the ball knocked free by Tanner Close and out of bounds by Brookins, but it will stay with them out at midcourt. Close. We told you about his new look. Well, before we get to that, David Lures is going to check in, and Avery Paddock will leave. So Tanner Close looked like he was in solitary confinement for a while because he's got the long hair, the beard. Almost looks like a biker guy right now. <laughs> I went up and talked to him about if he had a barber that he missed with the shot. Swolski right side, no good. Close picked up the rebound, though, to Young down into the left corner. And it goes to Cluxton, put up the shot, air ball. Cluxton got his own rebound back. Top of the key, Young for three, got it! Devin Young has got seven, and the Lions have taken the lead for the first time today at 11-10. to 10. Coming into the front court, Brookins gets it over on the right-hand side to Hinton. Taken away on the pass by the Lions. Lures pulled it away. Lures brings it up on a turnover, gets it over on the left-hand side, Cluxton. Cluxton, sideline left. He's got to do something with the basketball. Gets it off to Tanner Close. Got it knocked free, but Close got it back. Now back out to Lures. Lures is going to drive the right side of the lane. Now pull it back out to Leung. Young, top of the key, hands it off to Lures. Lures, 17-footer in the circle. Hit the side iron. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Johnson. Clears it up to Brookins. Brookins for the Leathernecks. Left of the circle. Brookins is going to drive the lane. Stop inside the key. Dumps it off underneath. It went right through the hands of Hinton, but he got it back. He'll shoot it from 15 right baseline. Got it. So Hinton with his first two, and he gives Western Illinois the lead again at 12-11. to 11. With it is Swolski. Swolski on the left-hand side. It goes to Cluxton, now to Young. Young right in the front court. Top of the key, back over to Cluxton. Cluxton with it. Goes sideline right to Lures. Back to Cluxton, top of the key against the man-to-man. And he's got the matchup against Pearson right now. Gets it back over 
two. Cluxton tried to drive inside to reverse left, hit the bottom of the rim, and it's pulled out of the air by Hinton. Hinton comes the other way for the Leathernecks, spins it back outside, it goes to Brookins. Brookins, sideline left, gets the top of the key to Pearson, underneath the Carius, inside the lane, put it up and in with a right hand from five. Carius with his first two, and Western Illinois has increased their lead at 14-11, to 11, and now Toby Kerrigan is going to use a timeout. 13-19 left to go in this first half of play. Lions had taken the lead, but now Western Illinois has scored four in a row, and they lead it 14-11 to 11 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone, and your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. So after that timeout, a 30-second timeout by Toby Kerrigan. The Lions get the ball back in play, and they inbound it to Brady Thomas, who's back in. Thomas goes into the front court, gets it off to Devin Young. Young with the basketball, looks, spins around a double team, now gets it back out to Brady Thomas. Thomas with the left of the circle, dribbles inside the lane, stops at the line, back out to Young, pump fake, drives right of the lane. He'll put it up in front of Carius, put it up no good, and Carius grabbed the rebound. Young made a good move, just couldn't finish. Gets it up the floor into the front court to Pearson. Pearson, now right of the lane. Boy, and there's a blocking foul. Boy, it looked like a nice elbow right into the midsection by Anthony Jones against Devin Young, but they called the block on Devin Young, his first, and the team first against the mound. That's what we talked to about Division One officials. They're going to give you that call. Division Three, you probably would have called an offensive foul, but Young, excuse me, Jones will go line right. Jones averaging two points per ball game has not been to the stripe this year. He'll go there, line right, eyes it, shoots it, got it. And he's got three in the ballgame as the bucket did count, I guess, and it's now 17-11. to 11. With it is Lures, double team down near the timeline. Lures is going to drive the lane, get it off to Paddock. Paddock right baseline into the corner, back out to Lures right wing, top of the key, Young. Young kicks it off into the left baseline from the corner for Brady Thomas, no good. Thomas got his own rebound. He'll take it right back to the hole, lay it up and in. Brady Thomas with the offensive rebound, 17-13 Western. Into the front court is Jones. Jones gets it back out front to Watson. Watson underneath. It goes to Karius. Karius gets the shot up, but he was fouled from behind, and he'll go line right, and that foul's going to be on Devin Young again. Devin Young, his second, and the third against the Lions as a team. So Karius, who has played at all three divisions in the NCAA, puts up the first one, and it's good. Well, Karius with his third. He's shooting... 100% 100% from the field this year, or from the free throw line. Put that one up and just jinxed him as he missed it, and David Lures pulls down the rebound. Lures will bring it across the timeline. Bounce pass to Brady Thomas. Western Illinois is trying to put a half-court trap against the Lions in this one, but so far the Lions have done a good job of handling it. With it is Lures. Lures with the dribble. 
Tried to get a pass to Close. Couldn't find him. Now gets him on the right of the front court. Close with the basketball. Out near the end. Seven on the shot clock. Haddock gets it back over to Thomas. Four on the shot clock. He's got to create. Thomas has got to put it up. And he palmed the basketball. So the turnover gives it back to Miami. Brandon Baber is coming in. And we've got... An official timeout on the field, the media timeout. 11.46 left to go in this first half of action. And your score from Mellon Hall on the campus of Miami University. Your score, Western Illinois 18, Mount St. Joseph 13. You're listening to Lions Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. These are times of troubles for all of us, but especially small business owners. How do they cope with shutdowns, missing workers, social distancing, and payroll? They turn to Mom and Pops Business Funding. Mom and Pops can help your business with a quick decision and loan in four to five business days. No messy tax returns. Mom and Pops Business Funding has a one-page application with six months bank statements, and they will fund your account up to $1 million with easy payback terms. And if you have a messy credit card advance, Mom and Pops can help with that too. Mom and Pops Business Funding. Get your money tomorrow by calling 513-970-5531. What do I want? I want what every woman wants. I want to ride a dollar breakout before the Bank of China makes a move. I want actionable trade ideas, top-notch support. And by the way, since size does matter, I want to trade in a market that's bigger than the others. I want to trade the world. Trade your account today with Forex Bulls. Call 513-970-5531. Well, our halftime guest coming up in 11 minutes and 46 seconds will be Bennett Wise from ESPN+. Plus. He's their sideline reporter. We'll be talking to him at halftime. Lions right now shooting 6 of 15 from the field for 40%, while Western Illinois 8 of 12 for 66%. But a majority of those eight field goals that Western Illinois has made have been from inside the key, especially from Pearson, who has gotten six points on three point-blank shots, so they're shooting 67%. On the other side of the coin, though, from three-point range, the Mount 1 of 3 for 33%, and Western is 0 of 3 in the contest from three-point range, and they have not done a very good job shooting from three-point range this year. They've shot 26% from the three-point arc, 36% inside the arc this season. And from the free-throw line, They're even worse. They're shooting just 44% from the line this year on 20 of 46 coming into this ballgame. Paddock and Baber is back into the ballgame after leaving earlier, after being poked in the eye. Devin Young, David Lewis, and Brady Thomas on the floor for the Lions. Johnson's back out onto the floor along with Karius, who has barely left this ballgame. Watson with the basketball. He'll bring it across. And Cam Burrell is into the contest now for the first time for the Leathernecks. Lions have fallen into a 2-1-2 zone now. Inside pass goes to Johnson. And Johnson, or excuse me, Cam Burrell. And Burrell walked with the basketball. So the turnover gives it back to the Lions. Now Rob Jeter of Western Illinois is going to go with full court pressure against the Lions. And they inbound it to Lures and Lures. Is going to be hounded by Watson, but he brings it up the right side into the front court. Off to Devin Young. Now Western falls into the man-to-man. Bounce pass. Paddock goes on the right-hand side to Brandon Beaver. Now over to Paddock. Paddock put up the shot, and it was blocked out of the air. Pulled out of the air now by Pierre Camberell, and he jams it home. Burrell 
makes it 20 to 13 Western Illinois by seven and this is danger time for the Lions they've got to get a bucket here to stay close with it is Beaver underneath pass to Brady Thomas Brady Thomas uses his body puts it up no good and the rebound taken down by Anthony Jones Jones will bring it the other way from left to right all the way right of the lane to the hole lays it up too hard rebound taken down though by Burrell he'll put it up and in and a foul is called on the Lions Brandon Baber with the foul call. And that will be his first. So Burrell, after hitting the bucket, he's got four, and he'll go to the line, shooting the free throw no good, and the rebound taken down by Pearson in front of Baber. Gets the ball back out front to Johnson for the three, drilled it. Rod Johnson has got five on his first three of the ball game, and it's now suddenly a 12-point Western Illinois lead, 25-13. Lures between the circles, goes left-hand side to Brady Thomas. Thomas goes around a pick, set by Baber, gets it back to Baber on the left baseline, tried to get a pass underneath the Tanner close through it right by him and out of bounds. So the turnover gives it back to Western Illinois. And the Leathernecks will bring it across into the front court. Lions right now need to get a stop here in a bucket. Underneath pass to Pearson into the lane. Put it up from five. No good. And Devin Young pulls down the rebound. Young gets it into the front court with the basketball. Gets the basketball on the right-hand side. Now hands it off to Close. Close with it. Gets it over on the right side to Lures. Lures around a pick by Baber. Looked for the give and go, but couldn't get it to him. Now gets it to Baber, right side, inside the arc. Bouncing in. Back out to Lures. Eight on the shot clock. Lures, right of the lane. Bounce pass to Close. Inside the lane. Spins to the baseline. Laid it up and in. Tanner Close has got four. And it's 25-15. Lions need another stop. With it is Watson. Between the legs, it goes to Burrell. Now over on the left-hand side, Jones. Jones gets it off to Johnson. Johnson left of the lane. It goes to Jones. Jones looking underneath, looking for a cutter. Can't find anyone. Back up front, Watson. Top of the key for the three. Hit the front iron. No good. Rebound taken down by Pearson. One dribble back up short. Rebound bounced around. Babers got it. Over the top comes Pearson. They're going to call a jump ball. So the jump ball will give it back to the mound. Well, you could have easily called over the back on Pearson there, but they didn't. And that's what we talked about, Division One officials. So Thomas will bring it across. Lions down by 10 at 25-15. Into the front court comes Thomas. Thomas with the basketball, stops right wing. Gets it out top of the key to Lures. Lures now bounce pass to Devin Young, right of the circle. Young gets a pass left of the circle to Lures. Now dribbles over to the right side, off to Brady Thomas, top of the key, Lures. Lures dribbles left of the lane, back out to Young for the top of the key. He missed it badly off to the side of the rim, and Pearson got the rebound. Pearson will get it up the floor into the front court to Watson. Watson with it and got it to Pearson, and Pearson traveled with the basketball. As far as turnovers are concerned for so far tonight, you've got, that's the fifth turnover on Western Illinois compared to two for the mound. 8.45 to go in this first half of action. Lions down by 10. Paddock will inbound the basketball to Brady Thomas, and he'll bring it across from right to left. 
Thomas got the ball knocked away by Close. Stolen away by Johnson. Johnson takes it all the way to the hole. No. Rebound Jones. Got it in again. Jones back up off the glass rim and in. Jones has got five, and the turnover gives Western the 12-point lead again at 27-15. Lures gets it off to Paddock, now to Thomas. Thomas, top of the key, it goes to Devin Young. Young looks for the back door, back off to Thomas, and Thomas got hit across the face by Brookins, and the foul will be called on Brookins. That'll be his first. And that'll be the second against Western Illinois. So Paddock will put it in play into the front court to the left of the scorer's table. Inbounds the basketball to Thomas. Thomas with 8.13 left to go. And a foul is going to be called away from the ball underneath the bucket. And it'll be the Lions basketball, and that's going to be a foul called on Anthony Jones. Jones with his first. His first of the ball game. And Thomas will get the inbounds, and he'll bring it across from the backcourt. Then got the ball knocked away by Barella. Goes out of bounds. Excuse me, Brookins. And it will belong to the Lions. Last touch by Brookins. 8.05 left to go in this first half. And Paddock will put the ball in play. Paddock looking. Inbounds the ball to close. He almost went over and back. Close double team near the timeline. Gets it over to Paddock. Right sideline. Dribbles down to the right baseline. Throws up a floater on the run. No good. Rebound tapped around and it comes down into the hands of Burrell. Burrell will get it up the floor. Into the front court to Jones on the right wing. Back to Burrell. Back off to Brookins. Brookins top of the key for the three. Drilled it. Brookins with his first three. And it's 30-15. to 15. Western is doubled up on the Lions and the pass into the front court. Got the ball knocked out of bounds by Jones. And it will stay with the mount. But before the Lions will inbound the basketball, we've got the media timeout. 7.38 left to go in this first half of action from Mellet Hall in Oxford. Your score, Western Illinois 30, Mount St. Joseph 15 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. They say that great teams are built on teamwork, unity, and camaraderie. They say that great teams succeed when everyone's voice is heard, when everyone's included. Laugh together, build together, we lift each other up. They say it takes a lot of hard work to be a great team. So we say, let's get to it. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 
Well, back here at Mellon Hall, where the Lions are down now on the scoreboard 30-15. to 15. They had taken an 11-10 to 10 lead earlier in this first half, but then Western has gone on a 20-4 to 4 spurt, thanks mainly to some turnovers that the Lions have committed. Four turnovers so far in the ball game for Western Illinois and for the Lions they've committed three but when you look at the points off turnovers Western has got just two compared to none for the Lions here's the difference in the ball game or most of the difference Western Illinois has got 18 points in the paint compared to the Lions 10 in the ball game and they've also got nine second chance points four better than the Lions in the first half Paddock will put the ball in play at midcourt Again, pressure put on by the Leathernecks, and the Lions inbound it into the backcourt to Brady Thomas, and he'll bring it across. Thomas with the basketball, top of the key to the line, to the left of the lane, looked underneath where Devin Young couldn't find him. Now he's double-teamed, now gets the left of the lane to Young, spins to the baseline, put up the shot, blocked back into the hands of Brady Thomas, though, 10 on the shot clock. He'll throw it up from 17, won't go, but he's fouled on the play, and Brady will go line left, shooting two. Rebound came right back into the hands of Brady Thomas, and when it happened, he put up the shot. And the foul was committed by Cam Burrell. That is his first, team's fourth, and going line left will be Brady Thomas. Shooting 80% from the line on the year with 721 remaining to go in this first half. Put that one up, spins it up and in. Brady with three. Somebody has got to get hot for the Lions here in this last 721 of the half. Thomas, second one. Isaac shoots it from line left, got it again. He's got four. And the Lions now are down by 13, 30 to 17. Full court pressure put on by the Lions, or at least token pressure by Thomas and Lures. And the ball is pushed across midcourt. And it goes up the floor to Burke, and he'll put it up. No good. Rebound Pearson in the lane again, put it up and in. Boy, Pearson right now is just a man amongst men. He's got eight in the ball game, and it's 32 17. Into the front court. Goes Thomas off to the right-hand side. Back to close. Close dribbles top of the circle against Pearson. Now left of the wing. It goes to Thomas. Thomas left wing. Looks underneath. Can't find anyone. Now gets it back out front near the timeline. It goes to Lures. Right of the circle. Too young. Over on the left-hand side. Lures for three. Missed it off the side iron. And the rebound taken down by Pearson. Pearson's got four rebounds in the ball game. Up the floor, Brookins, top of the key. Back to Pearson inside the circle. Bounce pass to Burrell inside the lane. Put it up to five. Got it. Cam Burrell, six. Timeout goes to the mound. And it'll be a 30-second timeout, so we will keep it right here. This is the first meeting between these two ball clubs, and right now Western Illinois is having their way with it. They've doubled up. On the Lions, 34-17. We told you about all the alumni that has come here to Miami. Ronnie Hubbard and Wayne Embry, Wally Zerbiak. But my son and daughter-in-law got married here at the University of Miami at Coomler Chapel. Boy, what a beautiful, beautiful chapel that is. And they got married here about 10 years ago. Time flies. So the Lions will have the basketball after Toby's second 30 of the ballgame. Brandon Baber's back into the contest, and so is Cluxton. 
And Cluxton will bring it up from right to left. 1-3-1 one, one, half-court trap put on by the Leathernecks now. And they go left. The Lions go to Lures. Back out to Cluxton. Cluxton goes to Lures. Left of the circle. Back over to Cluxton. Goes to the free throw line. And stepped in front and stolen away by Sandridge. Sandridge is going to take it all the way to the hole. Lay it up. No good. But he's going to be fouled by David Lures on the way to the bucket. That'll be the first on Lures and the fourth against the Lions as a team. Turnover's even at four apiece now after that turnover by the Lions. And going line right will be Colton Sandage. Sandage, the 6'2 junior, averaging six points of all game, shooting 67% from the stripe, and he just increased that. He's got his first point of the ball game. Western Illinois came in shooting 44% from the stripe. They're shooting better than that today. That one hits off the back iron. No, but Pearson got the rebound and then fell to the floor. And I think he came down on the side of Baber's shoe. And he's going to be up and he's going to be okay, though. So the turnover gives it back to the Lions. Western shooting 50% from the strike so far on three of six. Lures goes off to Baber. Baber pump fake drives the lane, and they're going to call a walking violation on Brandon Baber. They're going to say he went up and down, but boy, it sure didn't look like he went up and down from here. 35-17, Western with the lead, and they'll get it off to Brookins, and he'll bring it up from left to right. 5.48 to go in this first half. Brookins with it on the left-hand side. It goes to Carrier down on the right baseline. Johnson back out to Brookins, down to Sandage. Sandage, one dribble, down on the right baseline to Carrier. Drives the baseline, put it up, and a blocking foul will be called against the Lions, and that'll be on Cluxton. Willard Cluxton, the 5'9 freshman, picks up the foul out of Elder High School. And Carius will go line right, shooting two again. He's one for two from the stripe. Cluxton with his first foul. And Carius drills the first free throw. He's got four. And it's 36-17. He'll look to give the Leathernecks a 20-point lead. Sandage is out of the ballgame. That second one is up. No good. Rebound tapped outside and taken down by Pearson. Pearson right baseline. Goes off to Carius on the left-hand side. It goes to Brookins for three. No good. Rebound comes out long, and it's taken down by Tanner Close. Close clears it off to Lures. Lures into the front court from right to left. Picked up immediately by Brookins. Gets it off to Cluxton. Now to Young. Young with a crossover dribble left of the lane. He's going to take it all the way to the hole. Puts it up in front of Pearson. Pearson got a piece of the basketball. Chases it down on the baseline. Saves it into Johnson. Off to Brookins. Brookins from left to right. Goes up the floor. Knocked away. Stolen away by Lures. And Lures will bring it the other way for the Lions. Lures with the basketball. Gets it off to Close. Close with it. Now on the left-hand side, Lures. Lures back over to Close. Top of the circle. Close with it, hands it off to Young. Young dribbles right side, got the ball knocked free. Gets it back over to Lures for the three, got it! Lures from the left side drilled the three-pointer. That is his fifth point of the ball game, and the Lions are down 36-20. to 4.26 to go in this first half. Brookens top of the key, he's going to shoot the three, drilled it. Brookins has got six on two three-pointers, and the Lions are down by 19 again. Lures left of the circle, now gets it off to Cluxton for the three. He put it off the side iron, no good, and Pearson got the rebound again. Pearson will get it up the floor to Brookins into the front court. Brookins hands it off to Hinton. 
Hinton with the basketball. Now on the right-hand side to Brookins, down on the right baseline into the corner to Pearson, top of the key, Hinton. Dribbles one time, gets it back off to Brookins. Brookins back off to Hinton. Now underneath two, Pearson back outside to Brookins for three again, drilled it again. Brookins has got nine in the ball game on three three-pointers, and the Lions are down 42-20. to With it is Cluxton. Cluxton looks off the close, now behind the back dribble, stops right side against the 2-3 zone of Western. Now to Baber. Baber down on the right baseline to Close. Close is going to drive the lane. Put it up with a reverse layup. Left hand. Got it. Tanner's got six. 42-22. Western with the lead. 3.18 to go. Media timeout coming up. With it is Karius. Drives inside. And it's going to be an offensive foul on Karius as he ran right over Tanner Close, who had good defensive position. And the media timeout is coming up. So Karius picks up his first personal foul. And... The media timeout coming up. We've got three minutes, 13 seconds remaining to go in this first half of action from Mellet Hall in Oxford. Your score, Western Illinois 42, Mount St. Joseph 22 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. These are times of troubles for all of us, but especially small business owners. How do they cope with shutdowns, missing workers, social distancing, and payroll? They turn to Mom and Pop's Business Funding. Mom and Pops can help your business with a quick decision and loan in four to five business days. No messy tax returns. Mom and Pops Business Funding has a one-page application with six months bank statements, and they will fund your account up to $1 million with easy payback terms. And if you have a messy credit card advance, Mom and Pops can help with that too. Mom and Pops Business Funding. Get your money tomorrow by calling 513-970-5531. What do I want? I want what every woman wants. I want to ride a dollar breakout before the Bank of China makes a move. I want actionable trade ideas, top-notch support. And by the way, since size does matter, I want to trade in a market that's bigger than the others. I want to trade the world. Trade your account today with Forex Bulls. Call 513-970-5531. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, the Lions are down on the scoreboard 42-22. Coming into the ballgame, Tamil Pearson had double-doubles in two ball games, and he's going to pick up his third here this afternoon unless a major catastrophe happens. Pearson has got eight points in the contest and 11 rebounds already. Five offensive and six defensive in the contest, and he's got two blocked shots. We knew he was a monster coming in, but he's proven to be even more so against the Lions here this afternoon. Swolski's back into the ball game. Jake Swolski, the 6'5 freshman out of Augusta, Kentucky. Mason County High School inbounds the basketball to Brady Thomas, and he'll bring it across. Gets it off to Tanner Close. Now to Cluxton. Over on the left-hand side, Swolski. Back underneath, it goes to Paddock. Paddock left in the lane, threw it up too hard off the back, and the rebound taken down by Brookins, and saved it inbounds on the baseline, and it goes right into the hands of Hinton. Back to Brookins, back over to Hinton, left side. Lions fall into a 3-2 zone. Now top of the key, Brookins for three, no good. Rebound, and a foul will be called down in this end of the floor, and a foul is going to be called against the Lions. And it looks like it's going to be on Swolski. Interesting call there, but that is his second. 
And the Lions are already over the limit. I believe. Let's take a look at that. I believe they are over the limit. Yes, they are. So going line right will be Anthony Jones, who is one for one from the stripe. He's got a three-pointer. Three-point play in this one. He put that one up and in. Jones has got six, and he'll get the second one now. As he is two for two for the line. Takes a lot of time. Jones. Eyes it, shoots it, and he got that one too. So he's got seven in the ball game. Three for three from the line, and it's 44-22. Again, Western has doubled up on the Lions. With it as close, off to Brady Thomas. Thomas hands it off to Close. Close with the basketball. 2.28 to go in this first half. Off to the right-hand side to Avery Paddock. Gets it back down into the right corner to Brady Thomas. Thomas outside the three-point arc to the right wing. Pulls up from 16 just inside the arc. Got it. Brady Thomas with six. And it is 44-24. Lions down by 20. With it on the right-hand side, Hinton. Now to Brookins. Brookins is going to drive the lane all the way to the hole. Lay it up with the right hand. Good. Boy, Brookins has not had a game like this for Western Illinois all season long, and he picked today to do it. With it is Thomas, 46-24, and a foul will be called out front as Thomas is bringing it up. Johnson will come into the ball game. So is Rob Jeter, the fourth, the coach's son, is into the contest. And Swats Watson is back into the ballgame. Avery Paddock will leave, and Devin Young has checked back into the Lions, and so will David Lures. And Cluxton will leave the ballgame. 46-24, a minute 50 to go in this first half. Ball inbounded into the backcourt and chasing it down as Lures. He'll bring it across, guarded by the coach's son, Jeter. With it is Young. Hands it off to Swolski. He lost the handle, picked off the floor by Watson. Takes it to the hole, lays it up and in. Watson has got four, and the Lions will use a timeout with a minute 38 left to go in this first half of action. And it's going to be a 30-second timeout as the Lions are going to want to talk this over with a minute 38 left to go in the first half. Next broadcast game will be coming up tomorrow afternoon right back here at Millette Hall. And that will be a 5.30 tip-off against the Miami Redhawks, who are 2-1 and one on the season. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 5 o'clock for that one. And then in case you missed it, the Lions have scheduled another game against Valparaiso. That's over in Indiana. That will be on December the 21st. And in case you're wondering, that is a Monday night. So that's when that game will be played. Of course, we'll have it here for you on Ultimate Sports Talk. Thomas will bring it across, guarded by Jeter. Thomas, excuse me, guarded by Watson. Thomas is going to take it all the way to the hole, right of the lane. Lost the handle, got it into the hands all close. Right of the circle, it goes to Young, threw up an air ball. And the rebound chased down by Hinton. Up the floor to Jeter. Jeter back outside to Watson. Now around the horn to Jones. Back over to Watson, left wing. Watson looks underneath for a cutter. Now to Carius. Carius, right elbow, dribbles out to the wing. Hands it off on the right-hand side to Hinton. He lost the handle, out of bounds. It'll stay, though, with the Leathernecks on the right side. So putting the ball in play. 
will be Watson. Watson inbounds to Carrius, right of the lane, double team, back out front to Watson. Now around the horn, Jeter over on the left-hand side, Jones back to Jeter. Jeter dribbles down to the right baseline, and he walked with the basketball. So the turnover gives it back to the Lions, and with 56.3 seconds to go, they'd like to score a bucket here or two heading into the half. At four. With the basketball close, lost the handle, but it goes out of bounds, and it will stay with the mound after the foul is called on the play. And that's going to be a foul called against Camberell. And that'll put Western over the limit. And going line left will be Tanner Close. Tanner eyes it line left, shoots it, rattled it home. Western has got eight turnovers in this first half compared to six for the Lions, close with seven points in the ballgame. Line left for the second one, got that one. He's got eight. And that leads the Lions in scoring. 44 seconds to go in the half, 48-26. Western with the basketball up the floor, and it goes to Burrell. Burrell kicked it outside, knocked away, stolen away by Thomas. Thomas is going to bring it up on the run all the way to the hole. Reverse layup with the left hand. No good. He was a little too wild on that one. And the rebound pulled on by Watson. Gets it up the floor to Burrell. Burrell back out front to Jeter. Now to Watson. Back over to Jeter, left wing. Jeter with it. Looks inside. Gets it back out front to Watson. Now back to Carrius for the three. Left wing spun it in and out. No good. 13 seconds to go. Lions with the rebound. Swolski gets it up the floor to Close. Close will bring it into the front court with a right hand dribble. Six seconds to go. Close with it. Left of the lane. Got the ball knocked free. Went to the floor. Picked it up. Off to Devin Young. Top of the key for the three. Missed everything. And that is the end of the first half of action. But the Lions, well, they're a little more competitive in this one, shooting a little bit better, but they're still down by 22 here at the half. Our guest at halftime, Bennett Wise from ESPN+. Plus. I'm Dave Mitchell. Your score at the half from Millette Hall in Miami. It is Western Illinois 48, Mount St. Joseph 26 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name. Uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello. My name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available. Hello. My name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello. I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Bo. Hello. My name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. 
If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Well, back here at Millette Hall on the campus of Miami University, we are at halftime. I'm Dave Mitchell. And your score at the half, Western Illinois 48, Mount St. Joseph 26. Here in this contest, we'll take a look at the team and the individual stats coming up here a little bit later on our halftime show. But right now, joining us here at halftime, ESPN Plus sideline reporter Bennett Wise. And Bennett, thanks for joining us at halftime. Wanted to have you on here because a lot of people see you guys and everybody, you know, associates you with Aaron Andrews or everybody else as a sideline reporter. But it looks like an easy gig, but it's not that easy. How have you gotten involved with this and what kind of a uh, situation have you got, have you brought yourself into this thing with well it uh it started out just as a freshman just joining the cspn crew and um uh, there are a couple people before me so i had to wait my turn in line and then over the last couple of years i got my first shot january 5th of 2019 and then last year i spent all year as the sideline reporter and then now in my senior year i'll be doing it again so a lot of it was just experience and and figuring out what you can say, what you can't say. You know, I, I did one of my first games. I had I completely froze when I was trying to introduce something. So uh, it's just learning from your mistakes like that, too, and then figuring out uh, the good information. You know, everybody can figure out what's going on during a huddle. That's kind of some basic information. But I like to go beyond that and tell some deeper stories and stuff that, you know, can add some color to the game. When you look at as being a sideline reporter, what is it? How do you look at the ball game, and how do you? What type of things do you look for? Uh, I'm looking at more meticulous things. I think it's just the way I I grew up and the way I look at sports. Is I look at mechanics. I look at smaller things that you know maybe not don't pop off the stat sheet. The hustle plays, the charges, that type of things. Uh, those types of things and anything that can add color to the game because you know you got to play by play in a color guy for a reason. So the sideline reporter is there to to add some additional information and you can pick up some things from coaches yelling on the bench or some players that are a little bit animated when they're running up and down the floor. So it's, uh, it's, it's smaller things like that. Bennett Wise, our guest here, ESPN Plus sideline reporter. Bennett, talk about what you do during a timeout. Do you go back and forth from bench to bench to see what the coaches are saying, or what do you do? Well, in a normal year, yeah, I would do that. But given the circumstances of 2020, I'm, I'm under the uh, the left basket most of the time, and that changed my preparation entirely. I, I, I always talk to both coaches before the game, get some opinions, have them talk about their roster a little bit. But... Uh, now it's just standing under the basket, so it's, I just haven't been able to do that at all this year. What are your plans for the future now? I've uh, been applying to some jobs. Uh, you know, I've got a little bit of time since a lot of stations, TV stations, don't uh, don't hire you know unless they need immediate guys. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's waiting for that opportunity to move on to the next level. Well, what have you time? You've got your notebook there. Talk a little bit about what the, what you've got in there. What kind of notes you've taken on this first half? Uh, definitely, Mount St. Joseph's got some hustle. I mean, Brady Thomas and Devin Young, 
they're good players. You know, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I've never really watched Division Three basketball, but the, they've definitely they've got some players, some speed, a lot of good ball movement from Mount St. Joe, but Western Illinois, they, they just got the size and, and took advantage of it in the first half. I want to ask you about Miami because we're here, and they play in the Mid-American Conference, which is what I grew up watching all the time. Toledo's one of the top schools in that, that conference also. But how is Miami going to shape up this year? They've got a lot of experience coming back. Yeah, they they just need to find find a little bit of a rhythm. You know, they they lost Nike Sabandi this past year, and and so far they're just trying to find that go-to guy, and they've done that. And there's a lot of ball sharing. They've got great guards, Isaiah Coleman, Lance, Makai, Larry, and and then down low you got Precious Ayev, uh, Milos Jovic, Delonte Brown. These just these experienced guys who, you know, now are going to get a chance to shine and and can really do some damage here in the Mid American Conference. Yeah, Makai Larry really made a name for himself last year, didn't he? Oh yeah, I mean. It, he sticks off, you know, just looking at him. He's one of the shorter guys on the court, but he's just so quick. He's smart with the basketball, doesn't turn it over, and uh, is a really selfless player. You know, he'll, he'll pass the ball first before shoot, and then he can burn you guys in the corner with some threes. So he, he's a really versatile player. One final question for you about last night's ball game with Western Illinois and Miami. What did Miami do in that ball game that really ex- exploited Western Illinois? They just got out to good starts in the first and second half. I think, uh, you know, they were up 24-7 at one point in that first half. And uh, the bench the bench did a really good job getting them all hyped up. And then they just made a lot of really good, smart plays, quick passes, moved the ball around, and then made some timely three-pointers like they normally do. And I think moving forward, if they can do that in some of these other ball games and moving into Mid-American Conference play next week against Buffalo, they'll do all right. You going to stay with the sideline gig? Absolutely, yeah, as long as I can. I love it. <laughs> Bennett, thanks for joining us at halftime. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, Dave. Bennett Wise, our guest here at halftime, the sideline reporter for ESPN Plus during this ball game. I'm Dave Mitchell. Your score at halftime, 48-26, Western Illinois on top of the mount. And we'll be back with more coming up right after this timeout. At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realized them. Mitchell back at Miami University where the Lions are down at halftime 48-26, 22-point deficit here at the half. Both teams came in winless on the season and the Lions right now looking to find a way to come back here in the second half of play. They are shooting better than they did against Trine 
on the opening night of the season on November 13th. The Lions 10 of 31 from the field for 32.3%. Meanwhile, Western Illinois 19 of 33 for 57.6%. But when you look at that 19 for 33 and take a look at the points inside the paint, well, Western Illinois has got 26 points inside the paint, whereas the Lions have got only 12. Right there is your ball game, a 14-point advantage to Western Illinois inside the paint, and that's mainly due to the fact that they've got the height advantage down low. Three-point field goals, this is where the Mount should be able to make things up, but Western Illinois doing a lot better outside the arc than they have in previous ball games. They're 4 of 12 from three-point range for 33.3%, while the Lions are 2 of 10 for 20%. Lions 4 of 4 from the line. Meanwhile, Western Illinois 6 of 10 from the strike for 60%. Lions have been out-rebounded by 16, 27 to 11. And off the offensive glass, 11 to 4 in the ballgame. And they've given up nine more defensive rebounds, 16 to 7 in the contest. It has just been crucial for the Lions that they have got to get back into this ball game, and they've got to really start boxing out better. Western Illinois, seven assists in the first half compared to just three for the Lions, and that was a problem against trying for the Lions where they had more turnovers than assists, and that's the same thing today. They've got three assists in this ball game to six turnovers, while Western Illinois, the same thing, but not near as bad, seven assists to nine turnovers in the contest. And here's another problem that the Lions have got. Western Illinois has got 26 points off the bench in this contest. The Lions, none, none off the bench for the Lions here this afternoon compared to 26 for Western Illinois. Fast break points again. Western Illinois leading it 12 to nothing. So when you look at this ball game, you can see it's got to do with the fact that the Lions can't score inside the paint while Western Illinois has done it almost Whenever they have wanted to, they've got fast break points, and they're out-rebounding the Lions. And when you do those three things, you're going to win ballgames. 48-26, Western Illinois. We'll take a look at the individual stats when we come back after this. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out ultimatesportstalk.com every day for your sports fix. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You, the doctors and nurses, who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially 
prevention. Stand up to cancer. 48-26, Lions down by 22 here at the half. And for the Lions, they've only got four people scoring for them today, led by Tanner Close, who's got eight points in the ballgame on three of five from the field. And he has also grabbed three rebounds in the ballgame. Devin Young with seven points in the contest on three of 11 from the field in 18 minutes. Brady Thomas has got six points on two of six from the field, 14 minutes of play. And in five in 18 minutes of play also, David Lewis five points in the ballgame on 2 of 4 from the field. Now, as far as Western is concerned, everybody that has played except for Jeter has Jeter and Talton have scored. They are being led by 11 points. James Brookins off the bench on 4 of 9 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3 point range in 10 minutes. He's got 11 points. Tamel Pearson has got 8 points, but he is just 2 points away from a double-double. Then they've got Jones with 7 Six points going to Burrell, Cam Burrell. Rod Johnson has five. Marcus Watson and Will Carius each have four in the ballgame. And Colton Sandage has one in the contest. Lions down by 22, 48-26. I'm Dave Mitchell. Second half action is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ever think of light bulbs as being cool? They are if you choose energy-efficient bulbs and fixtures that have earned the government's Energy Star label. They're so hot. They're cool. Because they burn cool and last up to ten times longer, you save money and oodles of energy. Change a light, help the environment, save some green. The solution is as close as your nearest lamp socket. Brighten your environmental future. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Well, some of our keys to the ball game before the tip-off today included the Lions rebounding. Well, that has not happened here this afternoon there being out-rebounded terribly in this contest by 16-27-11 and run the offense. They've done a better job of that. They've done a better job of shooting, but they're going to need to stay in between the basket and Western Illinois and grab some rebounds to make sure that they can get back into this one as we head into the final 20-minute stanza here. 48-26, your score. The Lions down by 22 in the contest. Ready to head into the second half of action. Lions will have Paddock close. Lures out on the floor, Thomas and Young. And putting it in play is Johnson. He inbounds the ball to Watson for the Leathernecks. And they've got Karius on the floor along with Sandage and Pearson. Pearson just two points away from a double-double. He's got it left of the lane. It's Western Illinois going from right to left across your computer screen now. We switch in. With it is Watson, left elbow, back to Sandage, left wing. Sandage back out front to Watson. Lobs it underneath to Pearson, guarded by Young into the lane. Pearson put it up no good. Got his own rebound, though. Put it back up and in, and there's your double-double. Samarion Pearson has got 10 in the ball game, and it's 50-26, to 26 Western. Thomas hands the basketball off to Lures. Now gets it off to Paddock. Paddock goes off to Devin Young. Young gets it off to Paddock. Now right in front of us to Brady Thomas. Underneath pass to Devin Young. Tom Fake put it up too hard. He didn't know he was all alone, as, as alone as he was. And the rebound pulled down by Pearson. Gets it off on the right-hand side. 
underneath to Carius. Carius is going to force it up from the left-hand side. No good. And the rebound taken down by Close. Close gets it off to Thomas. And Thomas will bring it across the timeline into the front court. Thomas with it off sideline left. It goes to Lures to the top of the key to the line. Picks up the dribble. Out right in the circle to Thomas for three. Spun it in and out around the rim. No good. And Carius got the rebound. Up the floor to Watson. Watson now to Sandage on the left-hand side. Johnson dribbles underneath. Gets it off to Pearson. Laid it up and in. Samel Pearson with 12. He's got the first two of the half. And again, it's a doubled-up lead by Western Illinois, 52-26. Young with it. Top of the circle. On the right baseline, into the corner, it goes to Paddock. Put it up and in. Avery Paddock got his first three of the year. And it is 52-29. Western Illinois with the lead. Right of the lane, it goes to Samel Pearson. Underneath to the right side to Carius. Knocked out of bounds by close. And it will stay with Western Illinois at that end of the floor. Baber back into the ballgame for the Lions. And Devin Young will leave the contest. Putting it in play, Western Illinois right of their own bucket. They inbound the basketball right of the lane to Pearson. Spins to the left, got the ball taken away by Thomas. Thomas will lead the break up the floor into the front court to the top of the key to the line. Lobs the pass underneath and stolen away by Watson. Watson will bring it the other way on the run. Top of the key to Sandage for three. Missed it. Rebound taken down off the hands of Brady Thomas and out of bounds. The outside official now is going to meet up with the underneath official and make sure that they've got the call correct. Or are they going to switch basketballs? I think we're going to switch basketballs. They've been doing that a lot here during the basketball season. They switch balls, wipe it off, wash it off. And that one, since it left the court, they decided that go ahead and change balls. Putting it in play is Watson. Inbounds into Sandage, left circle. Gets it back out top of the key to Carius. Now over on the left-hand side to Sandage for the three. No good. Sandage got his own rebound, drives the lane waiters up and in. Sandage has got three in the contest, and it's 54-29. With it is close. Close is going to drive right at elbow, right in the lane, all the way to the hole. Laid it up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Pearson again. Pearson gets it off to Watson, spins into the front court, up the right-hand side. Watson lobs a pass underneath to Carius. Carius is going to be fouled. Coming over from the weak side was Lures. And he knocked, I think it was Pearson, and he knocked upside the head. On Lures, that will be his second. First against the Lions as a team. Now, Swalski is coming back into the ballgame. Jake into the contest, the 6'5 freshman. And so will be coming in is Cluxton. Close gets a breather. Paddock gets a breather. Lures leaves the ball game also. As Swolski is in. Now getting it back outside. He goes to Cluxton. Cluxton underneath pass to Pearson. Later over the left hand. Missed a point blank. One of the few he's missed today. And the rebound was taken down by Bieber. Gets it up the floor to Thomas. Into the front court. Thomas now off on the left hand side. Swolski between the circles to Cluxton. Gets a bounce pass to Bieber. Knocked away and out of bounds. And a foul is going to be called against Western Illinois going for the basketball. And that's going to be on Pearson. Tamel Pearson. That is his first foul. Much as he's done here this afternoon, and he's got one foul. Coming into the ballgame now for Western Illinois, Cam Borelli had six in the first half, and sitting down will be Pearson. That's why he doesn't commit any fouls if you can. That's when he leaves the ballgame. 
Swalski will inbound it. Into the backcourt, and he does. To Cluxton, crossover dribble, top of the key. Cluxton with the basketball. Trying to run the offense for the Lions. Ten on the shot clock. Cluxton still with a dribbling exhibition out front. Kicks it back off to Swolski. Swolski bounce pass to Beaver, spins into the lane, stops, shoots it with the left hand. Got it! Nice move inside by Beaver. Beaver's got his first two, and it's 54 31. Western Illinois with the lead. Bounce pass, Carrius on the right side. Gets a bounce pass underneath. Ball knocked free, stolen away by the Lions. They get the ball off to Thomas from Young. Thomas brings it up the right side, right in front of us, off to Cluxton. Left of the front court to Swolski. Bounce pass to Baber. Baber with it underneath. Looking underneath, can't find anyone. Back out front to Swolski. Around a pick by Baber. Drives right in the lane, all the way to the hole. Tried to put it up, but it was blocked out of bounds, and it will stay with the Lions. And we'll have another change in the basketball when we come back because it's the first media timeout of the second half. 15.59 remaining to go here from Millette Hall in Oxford at the University of Miami, Ohio. Your score, Western Illinois 54, Mount St. Joseph 31 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Welcome to today's game. This is Paul Keels, and you know how much I love broadcasting the podcast, but I also love high school sports. On behalf of the OHSAA, let's all do our part to set a good example and make this a fun and safe experience for the kids involved. I know this game means so much to the players, coaches, and fans, but high school sports are about much more than the wins and losses. They teach life lessons that will be with the players long after their playing days are over. Good luck to both teams, and remember to respect the game. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Well, we talked about how gorgeous this facility is. It was built in 1969, and they've made some upgrades throughout the years, but still in all, not many people here. Now, I'm not sure if it's mainly because of the COVID situation or if it's just an afternoon ball game and it's not the University of Miami playing. We'll find out more tomorrow when the Lions will tip off against the Red Hawks, and that'll be at 5.30. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5 o'clock. Just like this one, the Lions have never faced the Red Hawks before, and they'll be doing it with the Red, Red Hawks having a record of 2-1 and one coming in off of last night's win over this Leatherneck squad. 15.59 left to go in the ball game, and it's 54-31. Western Illinois comes out with Burrell on the floor, along with Johnson. Sandage, who didn't play much in the first half, but getting a lot of minutes here in the second half. Watson is on the floor, and so is Carius. Lions come out with Paddock. Swolsky's on the floor, Young. Cluxton, and... Brady Thomas, who will trigger it inbounds, does the young top of the key. Bounce pass right of the lane to Paddock. Back out front to Young. Right of the circle for the three. Short. Hit off the front iron. And the rebound taken down by Cam Burrell. Burrell clears it off. And now the shot clock never started. So the underneath official 
called a timeout. They're going to reset it. Probably do about 27 seconds, I thought I heard him say. Coming into the ballgame, Anthony Jones. He had seven points in the first half. Sitting down will be Will Carius. And they will set the shot clock at 27. 15.49 left to go in this ballgame. And my Western Illinois will inbound the basketball. And they do right of the lane. It goes to Burrell. Burrell put it up from five. Right of the lane got it. Burrell's got eight in the contest. And it's 56-31, a 25-point lead for Western Illinois. With the basketball is Cluxton. Bounce pass goes left of the lane to Young. Young with the top of the key. Young, double team, now gets away from the double team, hands it off to Thomas. Thomas, top of the circle, one dribble, gets it down into the right corner to Cluxton. Back out to Swolski, now to Thomas, right of the lane, Young. Young with it, back out to Swolski. Swolski dribbles left of the lane, all the way to the hole, got the ball knocked free, picked off the floor by Burrell. Clears it up the floor to Jones. Jones into the front court for the Leathernecks, got the ball knocked free, got it back, turn around five footer in the key, no good, and the rebound taken down by Avery Paddock. Paddock will get it up the floor to Thomas into the front court. 14.50 remaining to go in the ballgame. Thomas gets it off to Swolski. Tried to get it to Cluxton. Now does on the back door, but Cluxton will bring it back out front near the center circle and reset the offense with 15 on the shot clock. On the left side, it goes to Paddock. Paddock with the top of the key, Cluxton. Cluxton guarded by Watson. Dribbles down to the left wing, hands it off to Paddock. Paddock, five on the shot clock. Paddock's going to take it all the way to the hole, lays it up and in. Avery Paddock and the Lions need more of the aggressiveness out of Avery. 56-33, Lions down by 23. Watson into the front court. Tanner Close will come in at the next buzzer for the home Watson top of the key, crossover dribble, lob pass underneath, and it goes underneath to Johnson. Reverse layup with the left hand on the baseline, laid it up and in. Rod Johnson has got seven. They haven't needed him much today, but when they've needed a bucket, they've gone to him. 14 minutes to go, 58-33. Western Illinois with the basketball. Swolski inside the circle. It goes to Young. Hands it off to Thomas. Top of the key jumper around a pick by Young. Drilled it. Thomas has got nine. His first three of the ball game. 58-33, a 25-point lead. With it is Watson. Watson into the front court on the left-hand side. Watson top of the key. Dribbles with the right hand. Now stops. Gets it back out to Sandage for three. Hit, missed it off the back iron. And the rebound chased down by Paddock out near the sideline. Clears it off to Brady Thomas into the front court. Hands it off to Swolski. Swolski looking, can't find anyone. Swolski with it. Gets the top of the key to Devin Young. Devin Young with the basketball. Looks on the right-hand side. Now spins, bounce pass underneath. Got the ball knocked free, and a holding violation is going to be called on Jones. As Paddock was trying to go for the basketball, and Jones just reached out and grabbed him. That's his second. By the way, that bucket by Baber a few minutes ago was the first point scored by the Lions off the bench in this game. Close will come in and he'll put the ball in play. Right of his own bucket. Lobs a pass inside to left elbow to Young. Now gets it off to Thomas. Thomas one dribble to the free throw line. Top of the key. Young step back and a foul will be called. And that'll be against Ramion Hinton. Hinton with his first. And that'll be the third against Western Illinois in the second half. 13.05 remaining in it. Lions will keep the basketball. Shot clock recycles to 20. Inbounds pass goes to Thomas. 
Thomas. Got the ball knocked free. Chased it down near the timeline right in front of us. Crossover dribble. Around a pick by Young, but not much of a pick. Now gets it off on the right wing to Young. Young looked like he walked with it. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Hinton. Up the floor to Watson. Watson sideline left. Top of the key. Hinton now over to Johnson. Guarded by Close. Lob pass left wing to Watson. On the right-hand side, he goes to Burrell. Underneath to Jones. Jones got the ball knocked free, but a foul reaching in will be called against the Lions. And the foul will be on Brady Thomas. Thomas picks up the foul and going line left, shooting two will be Jones. Jones takes a lot of time shooting the free throws and he puts that one up and in. He's got eight in the ball game. He's four of four from the line. 59-36, 12.40 to go in this second half of action. Sandage is going off to the locker room for Western Illinois, holding a towel up to his nose. I'm not sure if he got a bloody nose or what. Jones the second one, but he's heading into the locker room. Sandage leaves the ball game, and Jones hits both free throws. He's got nine. And it's 60-36. to 36. Thomas with the basketball. Right-hand dribble on the right wing. It goes to Lures. It's back into the ballgame. Lures just stepped into the contest for Swolski. Gets it out of Tanner Close. Close with it. Double teamed against the half-court trap. Now back off to Thomas. Over to Close. Close seven on the clock. He's going to drive the lane. Put it up. No, but a foul will be called on the drive. And the Lions will keep possession of the basketball. And the foul is called on Ramion His second, fourth team foul. And they're going to say Close was in the act of shooting, so he'll go line right shooting two. Tanner's got eight points in the ball game. Close line right, shoots it. And that one hit the side iron no good. Talked with Tanner before the game. I said I'd refer him to my barber if you wanted me to, but... He didn't seem too interested in that. <laughs> Says the team's been giving him enough trouble over his hairdo this year. And he hits the second one. Tanner's got nine. Lions go with full-court pressure, but Western will break it easily up the right sideline. Watson has the basketball, guarded by Cluxton. Lions fall back into a 2-3 zone out of that full-court press. Underneath pass to Johnson inside the lane. Johnson, one dribble into the lane, spins. Got the ball knocked free, and they're going to call... A jump ball, and the ball will be going back to the Lions. And now we've got the second media timeout. 11.58 remaining to go in this ball game. Your score from Miami of Ohio. Your score, Western Illinois 60, Mount St. Joseph 37 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Forex Bulls makes your dreams come true. Everyone's got a dream, and trading can be an excellent way to help them come true. It's a special lifestyle. Freedom, independence, feeling valuable, and having an unlimited potential to earn money. This is what separates traders from most office workers. Becoming better ourselves and helping others to develop is the main goal. Forex Bulls believes that money itself is not a dream, but rather a means to achieve it. So wish for something your heart truly desires and share your dreams, then work for them. Make them come true at Forex Bulls. Call today for more information. 513-970-5531. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough, 
is to be brief. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Well, there's a six-shot differential between these two ball clubs. Western Illinois has put up 46 shots compared to the Mount's 40, but the Lions have hit 10 less field goals in the ballgame. Lions 14 of 40 from the field, 35%. Western Illinois 24 of 46 for 52%. That's easily the best Western Illinois has shot all year long. And why is that? Because they're getting a majority of the shots inside the paint. And when you look at the points that they've got in the paint, 34 so far in this game compared to just 16 for the Lions inside the key. Pittens into the ballgame. Now Brookins, who had a big first half with 11, makes his first appearance in the second half. Jones is in the contest. Pearson returns. And so does Burrell. For the Lions after that timeout, coming into the ballgame, David Lures with Brady Thomas. Claxton, or Cluxton, excuse me, is into the contest with Devin Young and Tanner Close. Lures brings it up, gets it off to Tanner Close. Now between the circles to Cluxton. Off right of the lane, it goes to Devin Young. Devin Young, top of the circle. Now back out to Lures, over to Cluxton. Cluxton, left of the lane, it goes to Devin Young. Young underneath, he's going to put it up. No good. Tipped up again, no good. Rebound loose on the floor. Chased down on the baseline by Ramion Hinton. Hinton clears it up the floor to Jones. Jones, stop and go dribble all the way to the baseline. Lays it up and in, and he's fouled. Jones will go to the line. He's got 11 points in the ball game. Devin Young with his third personal foul. That was one of the few times that Young has gone down and posted low on that previous possession by the line. 11.29 to go in the ballgame, 62-37. And going line left is Jones. Jones with it. Again, he takes plenty of time from the line, puts it up and in. Boy, it's a good thing that he does because he drills them from the free throw line. 63-37. Western Illinois with the lead. Lions with the basketball. Lures with it. Goes left wing, and it's knocked away and out of bounds. Last touch by Brady Thomas. And it will stay with Western Illinois. (laughs) Toby Kerrigan. He says, Brookins hit it to me, and Brookins just kind of looked at Toby and winked his eye and brought the ball up the floor. Brookins left of the lane, stops with the dribble, back out front, Jones down on the left-hand side, Hinton. Hinton back out front, it goes to Burrell. Now dumps it off underneath to Pearson, laid it up and in. Just too easy. You've got to beat him to the spot, and the Lions have not done that all day long. Pearson has just been allowed to go wherever he wants to down low. With it, Lures gets it off to Brady Thomas. Brady with the basketball. 
Dribbles on the right-hand side, almost in front of us, guarded by Brookins. Hooks a pass over on the right-hand side to Cluxton. Down underneath the Young, lays it up and in on the cut on the back door. Devin Young's got nine, his first two of the second half. And with ten and a half remaining to go, Pearson walked with the basketball, giving it back to the Lions. They're down 65-39. remaining to go. And Tanner Close will put it in play at three-quarter court here on the near side. Again, full-court pressure put on by Western Illinois. Putting it in play close, does deep into the backcourt, and it goes to Lures, and Lures will bring it across the timeline behind the back dribble. Across the 10-second stripe, gets it back off to Cluxton. Cluxton looks underneath, can't find anyone. Now bounces the pass off to Paddock, left of the circle. Paddock over to Cluxton. Cluxton with it, kicks it off to Tanner Close, left baseline. Close back over to Cluxton, and what do we got? Evidently, Cluxton stepped out of bounds over in the corner, and the turnover will give it back to Western Illinois, and they'll bring it up with the lead. Turnovers so far in the ball game have been a problem. 12 for Western, 11 for the mound. Coming the other way, Brookins with the basketball, and he laid it up and in. Brookins has got 13, and then a foul is called against Western Illinois on the inbounds, and that's on Cam Burrell. That's his third and the fifth against Western Illinois as a team. Rob Jeter about ready to pick up his first win as head coach of Western Illinois, but he doesn't look too pleased over on the sideline about the way his team has played over the last couple of minutes. With it close, close inside the lane, kicks it back out front, and a hold is going to be called down low on the pass from Tanner Close out front to Paddock, and the foul will be called on Pearson. Well, the last time Pearson committed a foul, they pulled him out of the game right away. That's his second. And Will Carrius is coming into the ballgame, but this time it will be Cam Burrell that will leave. Pearson will stay in. Thomas will inbound it right of his own bucket, inbounds it out front. It goes to Paddock. Paddock dribbles top of the circle, hooks the pass over to Close, drives the lane, reverse layup, right hand, good. Tanner with 11. And it's 67 41. With it is Karius, gets it off to Brookins, right of the lane, Pearson, inside the lane from five, no good, Pearson got his own rebound, no, Pearson again, no, rebound Karius this time, Karius put his shoulder into close, laid it up and in. That's the difference between Division Three officiating and Division One. they let it play. With it, close, and a foul is going to be called, I believe it's going to be called, on the Lions on an illegal pick. Interesting call there. Brady Thomas with the foul. And that's his first and the fourth against the Lions as a team. Into the front court comes Brookins. Brookins guarded by Cluxton. Tanner Close is out of the ball game. And Swolski is back in. And now we've got an illegal pick set by Western Illinois. And that illegal pick is Anthony Jones. That's his third. And that will put Western Illinois over the limit. So from now on, the Lions will be going to the free throw line. So they should just start attacking the bucket. With it is Swolski. Gets it off the Lures. Bounce pass top of the key to Paddock. Paddock with it. Gets it over on the right side to Lures for the long three. Drilled it. David Lures with eight in the ballgame. His second three. 
And with 8.50 remaining to go, it's 69-44 Western. Lob pass underneath, stolen away by Lures. Lures will bring it the other way, up the right sideline into the front court. Gets it back out to Swalski right in front of us. Now between the circles, near the center circle, it goes to Thomas, off to Paddock. Paddock with it, top of the key on the left-hand side to Thomas. Thomas around a pick by Paddock, now over on the right wing, two Lures. Top of the key, Paddock. Paddock looks inside, tried to get a bounce pass to Thomas, stolen away by Pearson. Pearson brings it up all the way to the hole. He'll lay it up, partially blocked, but got it back and hit and grabbed the garbage and laid it up and in. Ramion Hinton. I believe they're going to give him that bucket. He's got four. And it is 71-44 and a foul out front called against Western Illinois as they can smell blood in the water now. They're going for every loose ball. Third on Hinton. So going to the line will be Brady Thomas. Justin Brookins has just left the game, and Watson is back into the contest. So Thomas will go line right. Brady eyes it, shoots it, got it. The front end of the one and one. He's got ten. Three for three from the stripe here today. So Thomas will get the second one with 8.05 remaining. Media time up coming in five seconds. Thomas missed that one off the front iron. Boy, when he misses, he misses short. He's done that over the first couple of years. 71.45 Western into the front court comes Watson. Watson top of the circle and an illegal screen called against Will Carius. Carius just moved on the screen. That will be his second. And that'll be the ninth against Western Illinois as a team. 7.54 remaining to go. In this ball game, your score from Miami. It's Western Illinois 71. Mount St. Joseph 45 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Struggling businesses are the norm right now. Existing businesses and startups are all in disarray. This is something none of us have been through before. So where do you turn to in times of trouble? Go home to Mom and Pop's Business Funding. Mom and Pop's can help your business with a quick decision and a loan in four to five business days. With a one-page app and six months bank statements, they'll fund your account up to $1 million with easy payback terms. And if you have a messy credit card advance, Mom and Pop's can help with that too. Mom and Pop's Business Funding Get your money tomorrow by calling 513-970-5531. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Back here at Millette Hall on the campus of Miami University. 
Tamel Pearson leading the way for Western Illinois, 14 points. And Jones has got 12. Brookens off the bench, 13 points in the ballgame. As Western Illinois has built a 71-45 lead here this afternoon. Lions finally got some scoring off the bench. With Faber scoring earlier. Tanner Close leading the way with 11 points. Brady Thomas, 10. Devin Young, 9. David Lures, 8. And Avery Paddock has 5 in the ballgame. And the Lions, after this timeout with 7.54 remaining, have the basketball, and they'll inbound it in the backcourt on the back baseline. And Jake Swolski will inbound the basketball. Does to Brady Thomas against the full court. Man-to-man pressure. Brings it across, gets it off to Swalski, now to Lures, top of the key, Paddock. Paddock with it, looking underneath, can't find anyone on the left-hand side to Lures. Lures with it, goes right side to Thomas, top of the key, Lures again. Lures is going to dribble down to the left elbow, top of the key, Paddock, long three for Avery, got it! Paddock has got eight in the ballgame. And with 7.25 remaining to go, it rebound, though. Gets it back out to Watson. Watson looking underneath. Now goes over on the left-hand side to Jones. Gets it off the hit. Right wing. Top of the key to Watson. Now for the Jones. Three-pointer left wing. Got it. Jones has got 15 in the ball game. And that makes it 74-48. Western with the lead. They're going to pull out their first win of the year. With it is Brady Thomas. Bounce pass goes off on the right-hand side. Devin Young. Young with it. Looked to dribble. Got it off to Brady Thomas. And he was held driving to the bucket. And a foul will be called. And the foul will be called on him. And that's the 10 committed by Western Illinois. So... From this point on, the Lions on common foul. Going line right is Brady Thomas at 10. Got that. That early. close and out of bounds. 6.20 remaining to go in the ballgame. We'll be back on the air tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock, right back here against the Miami Red Hawks, who are 2-1. and one. Inbounding the basketball is Watson. Inbounds it to Pearson. One step, left hand, put it up. No! Rebound taken down by Brady Thomas. Thomas is going to bring it up, guarded by Hinton. Thomas across the timeline into the front court, hooks a pass over to Tanner Close, now out front, Lures. Lures with it, bounce pass goes to the top of the circle to Devin Young. 
Young guarded by Pearson on the left-hand side to Lures around a pick by Young. On the right wing, Thomas, top of the key, Lures, 10 on the shot clock. Lures left of the lane, drives in against Pearson, spins it back outside, and gets it off to Young between the circles. Bounce pass on the back door to Thomas. Pretty feed up and in by Brady. Lions caught Western Illinois napping on defense, and they score the bucket. They're down by 22, 74-52. With the top of the key, Watson on the right wing to Hinton. Hinton looking underneath, can't find anyone. Now right to the lane, Karius. He's going to put it up right baseline, hook shot. No good from 10, and the rebound taken down by Swolski. Gets it off to Brady Thomas into the front court. Thomas with the basketball, dribbles across the timeline, now to Swalski. Swalski to the free throw line, lost the dribble, picked it up, gets it off to Tanner Close. Right baseline, shot put up, no good. Rebound close, knocked the rebound out front, and it's taken down by Jones. Jones with it, brings it into the front court, and gets it across the timeline to Watson. Watson on the right side of the front court, around a pick by Curry. It's not much of one, to be honest with you, but still effective. Gets it back out, Watson, now to Jones, right sideline, back to Watson, free throw line, Pearson, Pearson, gets it back out, Jones for the long three, no good right wing, Jones got his own rebound though, dribbled it off his foot, ball loose on the floor, nice hustle play by Lures, picked up the floor by Swolski, up the floor to Thomas, Thomas all the way, stopped by Trammell, Pearson though, gets it back out to Young, hook pass right corner to Thomas, Thomas is going to drive the baseline, back outside to Close, and he threw it right by him and out of bounds. Turnover gives it back to Western Illinois with 4.28 to go in this contest. It's a 74-52 Leatherneck lead. Karius, Pearson will leave the ball game. Pearson leaves and Johnson is back in. So Watson will bring it across. Watson into the front court. Watson with the ball, gets it off on the right-hand side. Jones pass underneath, tried to get it to Carius, stolen away by Tanner, close. Good anticipation by Tanner to take that ball away. Up the floor, Swolski, bounce pass Young. Young top of the circle, on the right wing, it goes to Swolski. Stop, look for the shot, couldn't take it. Gets it back to Thomas, now to Young. Young with the top of the circle, he'll drive the lane after he splits the defense. And a foul is going to be called on Devin Young. Young picks up his fourth personal foul. The official says he wrapped his arm around the side of Jones on the drive to the bucket, and that caused the offensive foul. Interesting call. Still, four minutes to go in the ballgame. Media timeout. Your score from Miami. Western Illinois, 74. Mount St. Joseph, 52 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Forex Bulls makes your dreams come true. Everyone's got a dream, and trading can be an excellent way to help them come true. It's a special lifestyle, freedom, independence, feeling valuable, and having an unlimited potential to earn money. This is what separates traders from most office workers. Becoming better ourselves and helping others to develop is the main goal. Forex Bulls believes that money itself is not a dream, but rather a means to achieve it. So wish for something your heart truly desires 
and share your dreams, then work for them. Make them come true at Forex Bulls. Call today for more information, 513-970-5531. Well, the bright side of this ball game is that the Lions have not given up. Boy, they have gotten on the floor, they have bloodied their elbows, and they are staying in this one. Yeah, they're down by 22, 74-52, with four minutes exactly to go on the clock, but they are trying to get going here in the second half. The Lions have been even up with Western here in the second half at 26 apiece. But Tamel Pearson, he is going to be a load in that Summit League. 14 points in the ballgame, 16 rebounds. Yeah, he's got the height advantage by about 5 inches over anybody that the mount has to put up against him, but still. He is very active down low for this Leatherneck squad. Four minutes to go. Lions come out with Lures on the floor, Thomas Paddock, Close, and Young. Watson has the basketball in the backcourt with Johnson. Jones is in there along with Karius and Cam Burrell for the Leathernecks of Rob Jeter, who's going to pick up his first win as head coach at Western Illinois after being 10 years with the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. With it on the right side is Jones. Jones top of the key. It goes to Watson. Left hand's a three-pointer up. No good. Rebound Karius kicks it back outside to Jones. Jones now gets it back out to Watson. Watson on the right side goes to Karius. Right baseline for three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Avery Paddock. If the Lions can play this way in the second half the rest of the year, they're going to be a tough ball club in the Heartland. With it is Young. Young with it gets it over to Brady Thomas. Now off on the left-hand side, Lures. Tried to feed it off to Young. Stolen away by Jones. Jones kicks it over on the right-hand side. Watson lays it up on the right wing. Got it up and in. Watson's got six. And it's 76-52. They have not embarrassed themselves here this afternoon. Yeah, they've had turnovers. Yeah, they've been out-rebounded. But they've busted their butts in this one, and they have not embarrassed themselves whatsoever. Bounce pass on the way to the bucket. Leading it up and in is Paddock. Avery Paddock with the bucket. He's got 10. And the Lions are down again by 22, 76-54. Two and a half left to go in the ballgame. Top of the key, Watson. Watson looks on the right wing. He goes to Jones. Dumps a pass underneath, and a foul is going to be called. Offensive foul is going to be called against Johnson as he backed in against Avery Paddock, and Johnson bowled him over. Paddock may have been the I'm here, I'm here, no, I'm gone move on Johnson, and that caused the foul. Johnson, that's his first personal. And since it's an offensive foul, you don't shoot on those. So the Lions get the basketball. Lures with it between the circles. On the left-hand side, goes to Devin Young. Right wing, Lures. Lures kicks it over to Brady Thomas. Now top of the key, Lures again. Lures drives right of the lane all the way to the bucket. Stops, put up the shot, blocked. He'd have been better off just going up for the layup. But he stopped, pumped, and it was blocked out of the air by Johnson. Johnson with it on the left wing. It goes back over on the right-hand side to Jones. Jones to Karius on the left wing, Watson. Watson back out front, top of the key. Jones pump fake, dribbles right of the lane, stops, gets a bounce pass, kicked away, and it will be a kicking the ball violation against the Lions, so it will stay with Western Illinois, and the shot clock resets to 20. With it out front is Jones, right of the lane, Karius, stolen away, and a foul is going to be called, or what? 
That's going to be a foul on Tanner Close. Lions came away with a steal, but Tanner Close grabbed a hold of the jersey of Karius as he was trying to jump for it. I want to make sure that I'm right on this, and that is the first foul of the ball game against Tanner Close. It is. So the inbounds pass for Western Illinois with a minute 51 to go in the ball game. Made to Watson. On the right wing, it goes to, to Burrell. Burrell with it. Back out front. Watson for three. No good. Burrell came in and swept in and got the offensive rebound. Left wing. Back outside to Burrell. Or excuse me, to Watson. Watson with a minute 35 to go in the contest. Kicks it off on the right wing. And it goes to Johnson. Top of the key, Watson. Lions really giving him a lot of room. Rob Jeter, the fourth into the ball game. Shot the three. No good. Missed everything. And the rebound taken down by the Lions. Into the front court. Comes close. Close. Gets it off. On the left-hand side, Devin Young. Lions are going to clear the bench now. With it is Lures free throw line. Got the ball kicked away. Devin Young got it back behind the hat. Back pass goes to Paddock all the way to the bucket. Laid it up. No, he's knocked to the floor and he'll go to the line shooting two. Nice aggressive move to the bucket by Avery Paddock and the foul is committed by Will Carius. Interesting, Rob Jeter is not even in the coach's box. He is clear down on the baseline near the curtain at the end of the court here to the left of us. And Paddock puts up the free throw, no good. It's interesting. I thought you had a coach's box, but evidently you don't anymore because Jeter is cleared down to the end on the baseline. Not anywhere near the bench. He's a good 10, 15 feet away from the bench. Paddock, the second one, put that one up and in. So Avery with 11. And now the Lions will bring into the game several substitutions. Carter Wade is into the contest, along with Alex Shackelford. Cluxton is into the contest. Swolski is in. Karius is going to drive baseline right, and he's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. And the foul is going to be on Swolski. That is his third. And also into the ball game, Sam Selinski. Selinski from Madera High School, 6'4 freshman. So Toby Kerrigan did get some height this year. First one by Karius is no good. Second one got that one. He's got seven in the ball game. Did get some height during the recruiting season. But they're going to have to develop down low. With it is Solinsky. Solinsky goes over to Swolsky. 43 seconds to go in the ball game. 77-55 Western. With it is Swolsky. Top of the key with a left-hand dribble. Lost the handle. Out of bounds. Back to Western Illinois. And they're going to have to change basketball since that one left the court. I guess they're not going to. They were going to. They weren't ready to change balls, so they decided to stay with the same one. Half a minute to go in the ball game. Watson on the right side. He goes to Johnson. Long three from about 30. That's good. Boy, Johnson with 10. And it's 80 to 55. Long three by Johnson. Wade with the basketball. Excuse me, Shackelford with the basketball. Gets it off to Wade. Now to Solinsky down on the right-hand side. 
two. Shackelford for three. No good. Rebound chased down in the corner by Jeter. And that'll do it. That's your final score. Western Illinois, 80. And the Lions, 55 here this afternoon. We're going to come back to Mellon Hall and wrap things up from Miami after these timeouts. At Mount St. Joseph, we are on a mission to provide a robust student experience. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an eSports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, the Lions fall here this afternoon by the final score of 80-55. to They move their record to 0-2 on the season, heading into tomorrow afternoon's ball game, right back here at Millette Hall against Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks. That game will tip off at 5.30. We'll be on the air at the pregame show at 5 o'clock. Western Illinois, their first win of the year, their first win under head coach Rob Jeter as he picks up his first victory. They are now 1-3 and three on the season, and then the next game will be Saturday against Eastern Illinois, and that will be on the road. That will be at 5 o'clock, the tip-off for Western Illinois. Western Illinois led this afternoon in scoring by Anthony Jones. Jones had 15 points on the afternoon. He led it Four players in double figures today for Western Illinois. Jones in 23 minutes, four of eight from the field, one of two from three-point range, and he had 15 points along with six rebounds. 14 points this afternoon going to Tamel Pearson. Pearson in 25 minutes, seven of 15 from the field, and he grabbed 16 rebounds, nine offensive, seven defensive. He also had three assists, two block shots, and five turnovers, and 14 points, so he had a double-double here today. Off the bench, it was Justin Brookins. Brookins scored 13 points, his best game of the year. Five of ten from the field in 14 minutes, three of seven from three-point range. He also grabbed a rebound, had no assists, two turnovers in the ballgame, one foul for 13 points, and ten points. Going to Rod Johnson in 28 minutes, 4 of 6 from the field, 2 of 2 from 3-point range, including that last one, which was well beyond 3-point range in the NBA. He grabbed 3 rebounds, had 3 assists, 1 turnover, 1 steal, and 10 points in the ball game. Also in the contest for Western Illinois, Cam Burrell had 8 points in the contest. Marcus Watson, 6 Will Carius had seven in a starting role today, and Colton Sandage had three points in the ballgame. For the Lions, offensively, they only had six players score, but they did have two points off the bench here today. Leading the way for the Lions was Brady Thomas again in 33 minutes, four of nine from the field, one of three from three-point range, five of six from the line. Brady had three rebounds, two offensive rebounds, one defensive rebound, 
No assists, five turnovers, two steals, one personal foul. 14 points total for Brady Thomas. 11 points each for Tanner Close and Avery Paddock. Tanner Close in 31 minutes, four of eight from the field, three of four from the line. He had three rebounds, an offensive rebound, and a de- two defensive rebounds. One turnover, a steal, and a personal foul for Tanner with 11 points. Avery Paddock, 23 minutes, four of six from the field, two of three from three-point range. He was one of two from the line, had four rebounds in the ball game, one assist, one turnover for 11 points. Devin Young, nine points in the ball game in 32 minutes. Four of 16 from the field, one of five from three-point range. Three rebounds, five assists, three turnovers, a block shot, two steals, four personal fouls for Devin with nine points. And David Lures, 33 minutes, three of six from the field, two of three from the law, from three-point range. He did not go to the line today. One rebound for Lures. He had one assist, three steals, two personal fouls, and eight points. And off the bench, Brandon Baber in eight minutes, one of one from the field. He did pick up that eye injury where he got poked in the eye in the first half, got a scrape across the nose, so he didn't play but eight minutes in the ballgame. But he did have two points, three rebounds, all of them defensive, had two turnovers, one personal foul in the ballgame. Baber with two points in the contest. And everybody else for the Lions did not score in the contest. When we come back, we'll take a look at the team stats and wrap it up from Miami when we return after this. Think of the NCAA as a spirit squad, cheering for student-athletes at every big event and every small one. We'd be there in the classroom, at graduation, at their first job interview. Okay, so don't think of us as a spirit squad. Think of us as a mascot. Well, just know we're always there for student-athletes. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, let's take a look at the team stats for this afternoon's ballgame. First of all, for the Lions, they were 20 of 51 from the field in this contest for 39%. Western Illinois, 32 of 65 from the field for 49%. The Lions were 6 of 16 from three-point range, 37.5%. But for Western Illinois, 6 of 22 from three-point range for 27%. Lions were 9 of 12 from the free-throw line, 75%. Western, 10 of 15 for 67% in the ballgame. But here is where things got sticky for the Lions. Rebounds, the Lions were out-rebounded in the ballgame, 46 to 22. 21-6 offensively and 25-16 defensively in the ballgame. The Lions dished out 10 assists compared to 13 for Western. The Lions, the turnover war was pretty close, 18-17. Western committed 18 turnovers to 17 for the Lions. But Western scored 21 points off the Lions' turnovers, while the Lions only scored 11 off of Western's turnovers. 40-2. Western Illinois had 40 points off the bench compared to just two for the Lions. Western blocked seven shots while the Lions had only one in the ballgame. Fast break points, Western had 22 to nothing against the Lions. Steals, Lions had nine compared to eight for Western 
in the contest. And foul-wise, Western committed 19-14 to 14 for the Lions. And both teams had 68 possessions in the ballgame. But when it was all said and done, the Lions had lost the ballgame 80-55 to 55 in the contest. Well, it was a good game. The Lions did a good job, though, of staying in this thing. They, Yeah, they lost by 25, but they never gave up. They battled the entire way, and they did not embarrass themselves here this afternoon. Our next broadcast comes up tomorrow afternoon, and that will be at 5.30 here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5 o'clock as the Lions take on their second Division I foe in a row, and that'll be against the Miami Redhawks, who are 2-1 and one on the season. They beat this Western Illinois squad last night, 67-57. to 57. Our thanks to Dr. Williams, the president of Mount St. Joseph University, for granting us permission to broadcast this ballgame. To new athletic director Melanie Wagner, our thanks to her. Sports information director Blake Edwards, to both coaches, Rob Jeter and Toby Harrington, and to everybody here at Miami University for being so gracious and so hospitable to us here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here today. It was Western Illinois 80 and Mount St. Joseph 55. Join us again tomorrow at 5 o'clock here from Millette Hall in Oxford as the Lions take on Miami, the Red Hawks, Miami of Ohio. Until then, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. This game has been brought to you by Forex Bulls. Make your dreams come true at 513-970-5531. The Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University. Iron sharpens iron. Call 513-748-1538. And Mom and Pop's Business Funding. Call 513-970-5531. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Join us next time for another Mount St. Joseph University broadcast.